1: It's Friday night and it's time for chaos. Contrary to popular belief, I did not die after last week's session, but I felt like I did. Uh, and as long as I don't laugh at anything tonight, I won't cough. But I do find that if I laugh, I I still cough. So please don't be don't be humorous tonight, my friends. Done and done. Yeah, not a problem. I feel like a laugh's coming on right now. Uh, no, I uh, that was that was really rough last week, and I was telling everybody right before we started that like right after that session, I stayed up all night coughing, and it spiraled into like an awful sickness that lasted sick days, six days. I had to like cancel recordings. It was a big old mess. But uh, I'm back, and I couldn't be more excited uh, to jump in tonight because it's just you guys got through a ton of stuff last week. We got through. I had 20 pages of notes, and you got through pretty much all of it. Uh, um, so I'm really excited to jump back in. Before we do, uh, during the little get-to-know-each-other phase, what's everybody watching on TV these days? Do you still watch the old the old small screen? Uh, my wife and I just finished the, the first half of uh, the last season of Ozark. Do you guys watch Ozark?
2: I watched the first couple. Couldn't get into it? Was, I, I liked the first, and then I, I just kind of... I lost interest in it at some point.
1: <sighs> Give it a chance. Go back. It's fantastic. What? It's really, really good. If you like Jason Bateman, I mean, you can't go wrong. Laura yeah. Linney, the cast, all they got all these little actors. They're fantastic. Uh, I can't recommend it highly enough. And they're coming out with the, the end uh, in like, uh, well, actually, by the time this airs, it'll already be out, but I'm excited about it. Well, what are you watching these days, Nora? Do you have time for uh, television? Do you do you lower yourself to our standards to watch TV?
2: <laughs> hey, listen, if I get a free moment, I'm definitely watching TV. I just don't have that much time. But uh, I And I'm a f- couple of episodes behind, but Moon Knight is just Moon Knight. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. what I'm uh, enjoying these days.
1: I haven't seen it, but I was a big Moon Knight comic book guy. I've got all—I still got all my old Moon Knights—and then I oh, yeah? got back into it like ten years ago when they uh, made new ones. Um, is this, the show's good? I imagine it's Oscar Isaac—he's he, yeah. like got the Midas yeah, touch. It's, it's
2: really good, uh, and you know, as as an Arab, I like seeing other Arab directors, performers, protagonists. So it's it's been nice, yeah.
1: That's cool. Uh, Kate, I know you have a impeccable taste when it comes to television and, and film, cinema, yep. as you would yep. call it. Um, what, are, what are you watching these days on the, very, on the very tube? Very,
3: very highbrow. Well, Michael and I, on Saturdays, we have a tradition of we order sushi and we watch TV. Um, so we just finished Mandalorian and um, mm. The Dropout. And just the last couple days, I've been binging the entire season of Summer House. Um, so what's that? It's this really, really highbrow show on Bravo, to, uh, Bravo TV. Hmm. A bunch of like hot people get together and go to the Hamptons every weekend okay. and party together and like make out with each other and fight. And it's great. Oh,
1: yeah, it's based on a true story.
3: Yes. Yeah, <laughs> reality.
1: It's, re- it's, it, it's reality TV.
3: The realest uh, reality. <laughs>
1: Uh, I might want to watch that. Is it really good? Is it like... Uh, have you seen the Ultimatum on Netflix? This one, this is this is the, one of the more ridiculous ones. So there's uh,
3: different flavor of highbrow reality, and right. the Ultimatum. It's probably the lowest. It's the lowest of the low. <laughs> Do
0: you, have you guys seen
3: this? Have you heard about is this? Is it
0: lower than the one where people got dressed up in like prosthetic makeup, like lizards and, and, and dolphins, and, stuff? and had to date yeah. each other? It's, low, it's lower. It's lower
1: than that. That one at Thank least had a hook. This okay, one is. Point. There's couples that are like they're one of one of the <laughs> people in the couples giving the other one an ultimatum, like either we get married or we break up. Oh, you know, relationships always one. go well when that That's happens. It's a good basis. And so, I like let's smutty train wrecks. Oh, you wait. Wait till you see what happens next. So they put seven of these couples in a retreat together, and they break up from their significant other and date everyone else in the village to see if they're really
4: meant to be with the one that gave them the ultimatum.
3: It's like Love What's Island to, like, a level that you didn't know you could reach.
4: Amazing. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> we're, we're so close with, like, reality television as psychological torture to just, like... <laughs> to just it'll be most dangerous game in like two years oh yeah we're so
0: close to like Total Recall Robocop like all those moments that are like satirical future (laughs) show commercials it's like we're there yeah yeah. The Running Man there's
1: going to be live death you're going to be rooting for death in climbing for
0: dollars three to five years
1: yeah Uh, what are you watching these days Ross mostly
4: snuff films (laughs) Yeah, you know me. This this closet behind me is full of uh, full of <laughs> super eight <laughs> spindles of like that's orange things reels. that should not be viewed by man. Uh, no, no, no. It's a lot of cigarette burns ass stuff back there. <laughs> no, I, uh, the only television show that's that I've that I've like got obsessed with lately is this one on Apple TV called Severance. Um, I yeah. love it. I just it's it's great. Um, I heard it's is phenomenal. Great. It's, It's really, it's a really cool, unique, um, sci-fi story with, um, with, with some hot themes about our, our contemporary world. And, um, yeah, that, that is the one that, that I'm watching deliberately, but like there is a show that I kind of like pops on kind of ambiently that I find myself watching. If, if the television is just kind of on when the television is tuned to a Korean channel that's on our, on our television, I've more than more than. Very often, come across a show called "My Little Old Boy." <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like the proper translation. No, I haven't. I have. I, I've never. I've never seen it subtitled or anything. But I've gleaned that what it is, it's a panel of moms and grandmothers who watch their sons and grandsons go through their daily life and just kind of like observe them and like give commentary. <laughs> Whoa! Wow. My little old boy.
3: So it's reality television, is what you're saying? Exactly. It's
1: precisely that. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. And wait, now, how do you, you just have a, your uh, cable package just comes with the Korean
4: channel? It just comes with, yeah, yeah. It's one of, one of many channels. That's <laughs>
1: phenomenal. Uh, my little old boy. Uh, it sounds like an anime. Uh, uh, yes, I just love yeah. that name.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what about you, Rob? What are you watching these days? You a big TV guy?
0: Uh, I'm not as much as I should be, uh, usually because I just get, um, like, really uh, envious. Like, if I'm watching good television, I was like, I just want to i'd be on that right yeah um but we and i'm also not good at watching multiple things at once so we either drill down on one or we're not watching anything but we started watching there's an american version of it now called ghosts but there's a bbc version called ghosts um so we started watching that because it wouldn't be me unless i could say well the british one's better um (laughs) so i want to make sure that that's true and we've been like blowing through it i mean the bbc shows are amazing because every season is like six episodes or seven episodes so you can be like i did three seasons in a week but you, wait um, is this that
1: that's not that cbs show where the woman like lives in a house with ghosts yeah, it's, so it it's is that it's the, that it's looks the original, terrible
0: i know but it's the original format of it um and the pilot is a pilot so you know you kind of get through it mm-hmm. but then it like it takes off it's amazing like really? all the, they're juggling i mean honestly for 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 us as as role players or whatever we're doing. Um like ensemble work, right? It is an amazing ensemble comedy. Like the way that the writers especially have managed to juggle. I mean there's I think six ghosts and then the couple that lives there. It's essentially like a multicamp sitcom. It's it's just one location. Um but every character in every episode has their own mini arc. Like they're able to somehow juggle Every single person having, like, it's not just A story, B story, C story. It up it's to like, F story and G yeah, story. Yeah, G, E, F, G. Like, it, they hit on everybody throughout every episode it's awesome wow yeah.
1: see now if you had never told me that just it looked there it's marketed so poorly because they make it look like this wednesday yeah and the guy comes in yeah. with like the steve martin arrow on his head yep. and then he got yep. killed by an arrow and i'm like yep. what is this nonsense yeah uh okay well, maybe i gotta check that out so uh, there's a couple the, good I, actors on the there CBS i'm like yes
0: one might be awesome too uh but the 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 bbc one it's been it's been uh really wonderful and, and if you watch the credits it says created by, like, six people, and I think they're all the ghosts. Like, I, I don't know if they were a comedy group get or Get out what, of here. Oh, that's cool. I recognize one of the guys, Simon Farnaby, was, has done a lot of, like, British alt-comedy and stuff. But it, it's, it's really fun.
1: Well, there you have it. Your TV recommendations. Um, if, if those of you are just tuning in to get your TV recs, you can, you can take off. Uh, we're going to play Later. some Call of Cthulhu now uh, for the real fans. Um, I think we lost a lot to summerhouse though they 've all I
5: mean.
6: they 've
1: all run to tune into that uh i i don 't want to do a long recap of last week, but we got through a lot and uh you know i 'm sure you guys could took copious notes um but there was just a lot of things that went on so i 'm just going to kind of briefly touch base on what happened and then pick up uh at this climax that we ended on. So you've all come to Peru, Lima, uh, specifically Peru, to meet up with a gentleman named Augustus Larkin. Uh, There had been a ton of international press about uh, an expedition uh, that he was looking for people to join to discover a lost civilization, these pyramids somewhere uh, in Peru. And for whatever reason, each of you Uh, was attracted by this prospect. Um, We mentioned last week that some of you, your reasons may be more overt, more obvious, more uh, you wear it on your sleeve, or at least the reasons that you want everyone to know. Um, But probably all of you have secret reasons as well, be it for wealth, uh, for uh, moving forward in your academic field, or something maybe darker. Uh, But you've all traveled out here uh, to Lima, Peru, and you meet at the Bar Cordano, Um, it's March, it's summer in Peru, it's hot, uh, you meet up, you get to the table, and Augustus Larkin is there with his, his manservant, this guy, uh, de Mendoza, Luis de Mendoza, and, uh, an American man, uh, named Jesse Hughes, uh, who's a folklorist, at least that's what, uh, how he's introduced at the time, who's also joining the expedition just like you. You sit down, you start talking to him, and he basically explains, he was, uh, in an area, uh, in the highlands, and he was talking to some local people, and he met this alpaca farmer, uh, alpaca farmer, whose grandfather found these relics on this alleged pyramid site. He bought the relics off this guy, and the grandfather said that there was a ton more there, but he never wanted to go back because he was like afraid that the area was cursed and that even him taking these things had cursed him, blah, 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 blah. But come to find out, these are valuable items from like the fifth and the 16th century. Uh, one of you uh, was able to determine, I think Margot, uh, with your archaeology check. Um, and so, if there are more items there, this could be a huge payday, not to mention a major discovery um, uh, of a lost pyramid here in Peru and a lost civilization. Um you know the as the conversation wears on, uh, he looks the uh, Larkin looks like he's getting a little sick, uh, a little under the weather. You question him on, it and he's like, "Well, truth be told, I've been suffering with mal- from malaria for a long time. I grew up in Kenya. I got it there, uh, and it's just I'm gonna I'm gonna call it a night. But it, it's we're leaving Monday morning. I've hired a bunch of trucks. Uh, meet me there." Uh, Bye. And so, him and De Mendoza, peace out. De Mendoza, meanwhile, all night long, is kind of giving you dirty eyes, and especially giving uh, this American, Jesse Hughes, dirty eyes, but they leave. Jesse Hughes uh, says, Why don't we hang out and chat at the bar? He reveals that his name isn't Jesse Hughes. It's Jackson Elias, and he's not a folklorist. He's an author, an author who specifically is interested in death cults. He just wrote a book called The Black Power, which Vaughn, Ross's character, uh, shockingly read uh, from a, a luck roll. So you're familiar with his work, uh, writing about uh, cults. And he thinks that... Larkin and de Mendoza are somehow tied up in this Peruvian death cult that over centuries has been misinterpreted as like vampires running amok, Cariceri running amok throughout the highlands of Peru. He thinks that these things go all the way back to the conquistadors and that... Some cult arrived with the conquistadors and has survived all the way to the present day. This just making human sacrifices. And somehow de Mendoza and Larkin are tied into this. Because while he was researching his book out there, he kept hearing about... De Mendoza. Some people even said De Mendoza was a Kari Siri. Now he doesn't believe in any of that stuff, but he thinks that De Mendoza is a key figure in this cult, and somehow Larkin is tied up into it. So this expedition is a, is a dangerous one for all of us, but yet the prospect of riches, the prospect of knowledge, is still very, very important. So he wants to go along with it, but he wants all of you to be on the same page. He says, tomorrow I'm going to meet this professor uh, at uh, a museum nearby, uh, and he's been trying to join Larkin's expedition, and Larkin has been rebuffing him. Let's go talk with him. He knows a lot about the area. So you go to the museum the next day. Uh, Feruz Nora's character, shows up early and is looking at the gallery and is approached by a, a graduate student there, uh, a woman named Trinidad Rizzo, I believe. And she seems, she's so excited. You can tell she's just, she loves what she does. And as, as a fellow student, I'm sure uh, you can appreciate her uh, enthusiasm uh, for for this work, and she's like, "I'm so sorry, I, I must go. I'm, 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 my teacher is waiting for something." And so she takes off. You guys meet with Professor Sanchez, and Sanchez tells you what uh, what Jackson Elias tells you that basically he heard about this expedition. He wanted to be involved because this is his jam—like lost civilizations in Peru. He's heard about this pyramid. In fact, they even found a document dating back to the conquistadors that somehow is going to offer. Information that would be invaluable to this expedition. And he and his graduate assistant, Trinidad Rizzo, are just about finished translating it. She just went down to the storeroom to get one more thing. Where is old Trinidad, he says. So you guys offer to go uh, introduce yourselves to her and just uh, tell her that you're there and you want to check this out. You go down into this dark storeroom. You notice that the door is open. Uh, Vaughn and Ferruz walk all the way down to the end of the first aisle. You see boxes of uh, artifacts have been overturned and lying in a pile. Underneath these boxes is the body of Trinidad Rizzo, who looks completely emaciated, almost mummified, completely desiccated and dry with a huge circular disc hole ripped off her chest. little bit of business here start of a new session let's do a luck roll to see if anyone recovers luck and uh what we at least determined before this session whether you used luck or not you still got a chance to recover luck so you know use that luck economy so a way a luck roll works is you roll and if you roll higher than your luck score you recover 1d 10 points if you roll uh at or below your luck score you don't recover luck this session
2: and we're rolling this regardless of whether or not we spent luck in the last episode.
1: This is what uh, what we've determined. Uh, that could be wrong, but for this session, we'll go with it um, because ultimately you're going to need this luck. And so True. even if you get, you're up to ninety nine, there might be sessions you're like, I'll spend sixty luck because you have to make that roll. So okay,
2: and it's a d ten you said. Uh,
1: a d ten if you if it you uh, roll over your luck. Yeah. Did anybody okay. uh, make it? Did everybody make it?
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. re- I gained six luck points.
1: Okay. Ross, you, uh, Vaughn, Vaughn's not feeling lucky. No. Uh, but Kate and Rob, you both made it as well. What did you guys recover for Margo and Carter?
3: I got 10. You got oh, 10? Man. Yeah.
1: I got seven. You got seven. Mm-hmm. And Kate, you spent, uh, I think 12 last yeah. week. And oh, so wow. nice. You got most of it back. See? Pays yeah. to spend. Mm-hmm. Um... Alright, so we got the luck back. I also I think I did this after the session. I've put some pictures in the sidebar here. Uh uh I've revealed to you what Augustus Larkin looks like, what Luis de Mendoza and Jesse Hughes, who is now, you know, Jackson Elias, uh Professor Nemesio Sanchez, uh Trinidad Rizzo before the desiccation and hole in her chest, uh and as well as some other things there, so uh, you know, feel free to make notes there if you're like, oh, you know what, I want to just keep this in mind. Uh, I want to really uh, use Roll20, Roll20's functionality as much as possible. Uh, anyways, so the way we kind of figured it out is that Vaughn and Feirouz were the ones that got there first. This state that you see her in is going to provoke a sanity roll. And what I've decided is, if both of you fail that sanity roll... Then Carter and Margot will roll it as well. But if at least one of you passes, you have the choice to be like, stay back, don't look at this thing. But if both of you <laughs> fail, I'm going to say you don't have the ability to warn them. Uh, so right now, just Vaughn and uh, Feroz roll a sanity check. And you want to get at or under your sanity. And if you don't, well, then a couple things
4: are going to happen.
2: I rolled a 56 under
5: 60.
4: Oh, oh, just oh. made it oh, huge I, I rolled a 54 over 35
1: oh 54 over 35 all right it's early in the night that's a that would be a lot of luck uh, to to try and uh, take you want to just not worry about it let's take it let's just take, take it okay so. Here is what is going to happen You, sometimes Even if you succeed on a sanity roll You take sanity loss In this case, you don't So rus you're okay Over Ross, you take 1d6, sanity I'm going to have you roll it If you okay. roll a 5 or higher
4: We have to talk, young man Uh oh Alright, let's see
5: uh,
4: I rolled a 4
1: Okay, you're fine. You are fine. So you take four points of sanity loss, though. Obviously not fine. Had you taken five or more, if you take five or more in one hit, you then have to roll an intelligence check to see if you understand the full brunt of what you're seeing. And if you uh, failed or uh, actually, if you fail that check, you're fine. You don't understand it. If you succeed on that check, you understand the full brunt of this horror and you have a, a, a bout of madness. Uh, in this case, you do lose some sanity, but because Faerouz was able to succeed, Faerouz, you can tell them, like, stay back. What do you guys do?
5: Um.
3: What? Marco starts walking up, I guess.
0: Yeah, what's, everything all right in there, guys?
3: <laughs> and I do think- you need any uh, help? Uh, yes, yes, yes,
2: yes. Yes, we do. Yes? And, yes, oh. we need
4: help. And you're seeing Bawn bon, right bon sort of slumping against the the uh um pulling at his at his jacket and like kind of unbuttoning his his uh clothing. I think we'd mentioned that he had like a, a split second flashback as a veteran of the of World War One, like this this like rasping uh breath that was coming from the storeroom. Suddenly he was right back like Seeing the green cloud coming towards them and seeing, like, fumbling gas masks on and hearing that same eerie respiration, like, through masks. And seeing this, he's suddenly just, like, a <gasps> panicking, cold sweat breaking out as, as he suddenly realizes that he, he I, don't, I don't have my mask. <laughs> like, damn you, what are you doing? If you don't
0: fumble it on, damn you, we're all gonna die! It, I, is Bond having an asthma attack? What's going on? We're coming I, I, in. I,
2: I just, I just saw her. I just, I just saw her earlier today. So someone was... there.
3: Okay.
0: Well. So, uh, so Carter, <laughs> Carter starts walking in. I guess. <laughs> like, what's that big pile of uh, garbage on the floor there? Carter walks up,
1: and you see this. Woman, <laughs> see her. She just looks like everything has been drained from her body. She's just like skin, barely uh, like stretched taut over her uh, skeletal structure, and a huge gaping hole on her chest. Give me a sanity
0: roll. God damn it! <laughs> no, you guys are gonna tell us
1: not to come in.
0: <laughs> they're too
1: They're too in shock.
0: All right, I want to roll under. Yeah, under your sanity, obviously, which I'm going to do right now. I rolled, yes, a nine.
6: Ooh. Oh, a nine! So
1: you're great. You're able to hold it together, um, and you see Margot walking up behind you.
3: What is going on over here? You guys are all acting very, very silly. Yeah, I don't know what
0: their problem is. This is Deadwood.
3: <laughs> right, I feel like at this point She definitely like Walked all the way in Okay And sees so
1: You see this as well And you see that Feirouz is just Standing there In shock And Vaughn Looks very shook as well Leaning against uh, One of these shelves <laughs> Um you also see like there's a uh, a wooden crate next to her that's been smashed to pieces, and and the way that the crate kind of hit the ground, uh, it looks like the top has been pulled off of it. Like the damage from the crate wasn't entirely due to the fall, like okay. someone maybe forced it open. Um, there's straw sticking out of it, and 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 poking out from the straw is like a large piece of worked gold. Um, but then you look down at the body, and that provokes a
0: sanity roll. Here we
3: go. 65 under 85. Guys,
0: pull it together. Mo- your sanities.
3: Yeah, I've <laughs> rolled high on that for some reason. She's, she's a very sane artist. <laughs>
4: <laughs> um... Totally sorry for the shock, but I think it's probably understandable under the circumstances. Only too shame-making, what?
2: How, how could... How could this have happened? I just saw her earlier today. You knew I'm... her? Well, not personally, but I saw her upstairs.
0: Uh, I'm a no, uh, uh, her but... scientist here, uh, if that even exists at this point. Uh, but uh, I wouldn't guess that the cause of death would be this circular uh, chunk of missing flesh here. You don't really see that every day. Uh... God, what would have made that?
2: Could I l- just lean down and do like a spot hidden, just kind of check out this situation? Yeah. Like, does it does it look like there may have been that weird mark that we saw, or or anything? You know, just a general.
1: Yeah, yeah. Give a um, go ahead and give a spot hidden.
2: Let's pull up my skills here. So and all of you can
1: under. roll that too. You guys are kind of you're you're investigating I
2: mean, there's
3: this. There's blood
1: everywhere as well.
3: <laughs> nope, I rolled an eighty-four. <laughs> Ooh, forty-seven <laughs> under fifty.
1: Fall directly into the hole in her chest. <laughs> uh, forty-seven <laughs> under fifty.
3: I was wondering. Yeah, I was wondering if like is this like a perfect circle carved out of her chest and like about uh, that?
1: It's it, no, you you know it doesn't look like perfect, but it is definitely circular. Um, like. That's the uh, sort of overriding shape, but it's not like a geometrical perfect circle. Um, So did anybody else pass the spot hidden? No. No. I just missed it. All right, so Margot again, two ups in a row, rolling hot. Uh, You see a couple things. You see, like, uh, there's a notebook sticking out of uh, her jacket pocket that's lying next to her. Um, And you do see on that... Piece of gold that's sticking out of the box. What looks like uh, freshly burned remains of skin. Um, and then there's also uh, uh, just blood all over the place around her that looks like it was moved around.
3: Um, the, like stepped the, in.
1: Yeah, perhaps stepped in.
3: The bird skin sounds really interesting, but. I think she's going to reach for the notebook first.
5: Okay.
1: You reach for the notebook, and uh, you see that the top of the page that was probably the one that she was uh, working on says the the final confessions of Gasper Figueroa. Um. Now I don't know what, uh, how, how urgent you are, like, want to do anything right now, but I'm going to reveal it to you um, on roll 20, and you'll see the, the note here.
3: Yeah, she'll probably take time to read it later, um, even though I pass my sanity. I feel like this is a lot and shaken, so she says, oh, uh, I guess we... I f- th- this notebook here, it might be useful, uh, uh, but look, there's blood all over the ground at all directions and in this crate. T- 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 what is this? It smells like burnt s- skin. We should have a look around.
5: Mm.
2: There's no way that this, this is not natural.
1: <laughs> she, she clearly died
4: of natural causes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> clearly. Yes, I,
4: I suppose the young lady wasn't a thousand years old when you saw her this morning. Um... And uh, Vaughn is just looking at. She looks. She just looks totally desanguinated and like sucked dry. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, what about? I'll tell you what that looks like, friends. Vampire death. That guy was talking about vampires. Uh, I mean, uh, what are we looking at here? This, there's no blood apart from the well, copious amount we're stepping in currently. Yeah, I mean, it does sound similar to what you
1: heard. Um, however, this disc missing from her chest doesn't seem to match up with any vampire tales you know of.
0: You know, maybe vampires down here, they go straight for the sternum. Could be a, could be that variety. And perhaps instead of um, two uh, slender canines, we're
4: working with one giant tusk.
0: Yeah. Or, like, um, maybe, you know what would be cool is if decades from now there's a movie where vampires have uh, opened up like this and latch on and could be called Blade 2 I'm just riffing. Just a uh, Venus
2: flytrap mouth. Mm-hmm. Fun, fun times, okay. Sometimes um... <laughs> I just have
0: thoughts like that, guys. Sorry, I'll write it down in my little uh, journal. Um, since we're on the topic of
4: it, and, and since Vaughn has seen wounds before, though he's not a, a medical man, I want get, to get up close to that wound and see, does this look as though it was made by a blade, or because we're talking about it and it's like rubbish? There's no, it's not like biological that can make, make such a thing. Um, you'd see teeth marks, for example, if, if it was that sort of wound. And do I see teeth marks, or does this look like the the work of uh, um, tooth or blade? All right. So you look in there. Do you
1: have a? Do you have any medicine skill or? Uh, you know, I even first first aid. aid. Yeah, first aid. Give me a first aid roll. I'll be darned. I made it.
4: 2,730.
1: <laughs> nice. Yeah, so you look into this circle. I mean, it's really horrifying. And yeah. so you're kind of stealing yourself against this since you were already shook from mm-hmm. the loss of sanity. And you do notice that around the uh, circumference of the circle, jagged marks that look like something kind of latched on to tear this circle out, and they go all the way around.
4: Well, if this was a blade, it's of, of no origin that I'm aware of. Ah.
5: Huh. Why would
2: anybody want to do this? I, this this you...
4: seems to be the work of nothing so much as some sort of eel. Um,
2: taking a look around, could I, and having, um, having heard mention of the gold items, can I take a look closer look at that?
1: Yeah, um, so Margot tells you there's traces of what looks like burnt skin on this thing uh, that's sticking out of the box that appears to have been pried open um, if you reach down uh, do you pull it out to examine yeah. it? Okay, um, you pull it out and it's just a single length of worked gold maybe about two feet long few inches wide uh, a third of an inch like a centimeter deep um, both of the ends of it are rough um, like maybe it was taken out or ripped from something larger a larger design um, it's hefty um weighs like maybe a little over 20 pounds. Um, so it's not like a weapon. Um, it's largely straight, um, although four sections of it jut out in at right angles into short spurs or or, or there's a couple of them that uh, like are squared off spirals. And also the surface is imprinted with a series of non-repeating geometric shapes. Mostly squares and rectangles. You're uh, a student of cryptology. This doesn't jump out to you as anything you've seen without even rolling a check. Um, mm-hmm. None of these shapes resemble any any form of writing that you've ever read about.
2: What I would like to do, though, is take out from one of my notebooks and a and a, like a piece of charcoal. And just do like a rubbing of the marks on the gold to okay. keep in my notebook,
6: yeah,
4: so th- so these
1: don't does look- it look
2: at least similar to the ones that we saw in the cup and the
1: similar, very similar, yes, okay. yeah, so maybe there's a there is some sort of language there or or sim- symbolic, you know. Some symbolism, I don't know, but it's nothing you recognize. And I mean, there, there's no better person to be look, examining this than you.
4: So what do you suppose? Seems to me, if this was some sort of robber, that they probably would have taken the most valuable thing about. This gold seems seem relatively straight. untouched, apart from the uh, little scraps of charred flesh that our, our Bosch companion here was so keen to look at. What um, what what about the the, the codex of this Gaspar Figueroa character? Could it be that this, uh, whoever this was, was after the same thing that we were?
5: It's, I, we should
0: probably, let's read that thing.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. All right. Uh. Who would like to give it a give it a read here?
3: Oh, the oh, this room.
1: final confessions of Gaspar Figaro. Kate, do you want to want to read it?
3: Sure. I'm not going to read it in a German accent. I know everyone <laughs> what wants <the> that.
5: hell? <laughs> uh, <forget> <laughs> it. <laughs> It'll take
3: forever. Um, so Spanish is written by Gaspar Figueroa in 1543 on vellum um, and he's a Spaniard who traveled to Peru with Francisco Pizarro maybe you've heard of him (laughs) not I but um so the text is according to the text Figueroa set out to seek his own fortune following Pizarro's assassination in 1541 he was accompanied by Hernando Ruiz Diego Diego Garrido, Luis de Mendoza, hmm? and Pedro de Velasco, fellow conquistadors who had served with Pizarro. They traveled to the southern highlands of the Andes looking for treasure, hoping to make their fortunes before heading back to Spain and retiring in luxury. Hearing rumors of an ancient temple filled with gold, the men set off into the mountains southwest of Lake Titicaca, no giggles. Okay.
0: This uh, is all. Well, this <laughs> is in a meta world.
3: They uh, there. They found a pyramid surrounded by a maze-like structure of underground tunnels. The walls of the tunnels were inlaid with intricate gold carvings. The men pried out a large large section of gold, exhausting themselves in the attempt. That night, as they rested, an evil sickness befell Figueroa's companions. In the morning light. They looked gaunt and deathlike. Complaining of agonizing hunger, ooh! They pursued Figueroa. De Mendoza caught up with him and started to devour him like a human leech. Figueroa shot his friend in the head and fled, pausing only to snatch up as much of the gold as he could carry. Figueroa eventually arrived back in Lima, hoping to get passage home, but he was too weakened by his ordeal. Figueroa describes himself as wasted little more than a walking corpse. I read final confessions as Figueroa's attempt to lift the guilt that his avarice
5: avarice
3: Avarice had placed upon him. He believed that his fate and that of his companions was brought about by their desecration of a holy place and his most fervent wish was that he could undo the damage he had inflicted. He describes how he can still hear his friend's voices crying out with inhumane hunger, and how in the dark of night he can hear another voice, ancient and seductive, promising him eternal life if he returns to the temple. The voice told Figueroa how to contact it, but it seems Figueroa was too afraid to ever attempt this. A postscript written by the priest who performed the last rites states that Figueroa died a day after completing his final confessions. His last words were in... Entreaty to whatever gods were listening to forgive him his blasphemies. Wow. Pretty standard a lot,
0: stuff. A lot really. to unpack there.
3: That's a lot of information.
0: <laughs> so, A, De Mendoza, people were worried that that guy was some kind of a creature, some sort of a bloodsucker. I, mean, I
3: human mean, this was leech. 1543.
0: Dude looks and pretty good 19, for being 1921. years old. Yeah. I
3: mean, it sounds like a common name. I mean, perhaps, perhaps it's another Louis de Mendoza. Could be. It could be
0: like Smith, but in Spain.
3: <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> Oh, geez. I would say, I would
4: say uh, that it sounded uh, frightfully common, Mr. Tillinghast, if not for the detail of the leech yeah. when we when we clearly see this wound but there, there must be another explanation
2: but do you suppose that the gold that was mentioned in this letter is the same gold slab that we just see right here
4: it does seem to have the effect of this sort of asymmetrical inlay could this be are a are
2: we going to turn into what she's Ooh. are we going to turn into what she's turned into
4: well not if How this has you- anything to say about it and you see, and you see uh, him pat his pat his belt um, but is this a piece of the very inlay from these labyrinthine corridors?
2: Certainly seems like it.
0: Well, if it was, what else was taken out of this box then? Because if I'm the guy breaking open this box, I'm taking that golden pickle.
1: Well, don't forget, too, there is burnt skin all over the golden
0: pickle. Ooh. Mm hmm. That's gross. Do we all, we gross. can all tell that that's what that is? Mm hmm. <laughs> it is smells there... like burnt skin. hmm.
3: Is there anything else more to tell or learn from the burnt skin? I do have a little bit of first aid, um, but other than that, also the blood on the floor. Uh, I'd like to look at that too before we leave.
1: Okay. Um, do you have anybody have the track skill?
3: Uh, oh, good question.
1: Nope. Maybe I have ten.
2: Ten.
1: Yeah, give it give it a whirl. You never know. You might get lucky, or you might fail
5: miserably.
2: Let's see. Nope. Wow. What is that under?
3: Oh, there it is. No, I only have. I'll try. But nope. Margo is overwhelmed and failed pretty epically at track.
1: I got real close. I didn't make it uh, close enough to spend luck. Or no, is I it too mean, much I'm smart? only four over. Oh, oh. So yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do it. Um. Well, I'll answer the question about the uh, the gold band i mean it it looks like uh, someone put their hand around it and there's like f- flesh from the hand on it
2: so like it burned their hand
0: is someone ho- wait is someone holding it right now
1: someone you- one of you already picked it up i think it was uh, ferouz and and you yeah. didn't ha- that you didn't have that reaction um, but it looks like someone gripped it and it burnt,
4: seared the skin off their hand. So if that's what you say, then uh, Vaughn um, reaches for it to just give it, give it a gentle like tap, tap, tap. Is there any? Feel any ambient heat coming off of it? No, uh, ice cold.
0: I was going to suggest that I hold on to that just in case we needed a big gold bar for our future endeavors, <laughs> but I, I don't really want to do that uh, anymore.
2: It's probably <laughs> cursed. <laughs> Definitely cursed.
0: Yeah, I would put maybe put it, maybe just put it down. Maybe put it. Stop uh, yeah. touching it with your skin.
2: That's why I did the the rubbing of the thing instead of actually taking the thing. I don't want to hold on to that.
0: Okay, great. What a bummer. It's just a waste to see good gold go to waste you know, uh, through a curse.
2: So many good pieces of gold ruin that way.
0: Uh, now, listen, guys. I, can, I feel like I can track this. Uh, by track, I mean, I guess I'm looking at the footprints and the... Blood? Yeah,
1: you do start looking down at the blood, and you see there's footprints uh, going every which way, but you do see them exiting out uh, a side door in the storeroom. Okay.
0: So in order to pass this check here, I just subtract the luck points I need to get yep. under? so
1: subtract four. You've spent four luck. Um, okay, great. But uh, you'll, you'll get it back next time. No, well, I mean, I'm playing with house money. I got seven right. to start the
5: session. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know why anyone wouldn't use the optional luck rule. It's so fun, because um, sometimes you're just like, ah, that so close. Um, okay, so yeah, it, you know, the, the, you do you do see in the note that that's these guys did take some chunk of gold out, and that's what led to all their troubles. It appears, uh, is that this chunk of gold? You don't know. It seems pretty important.
4: hmm I'd love to, uh... I tell you, I'd, I'd, I'd love to ask um, Professor Sanchez about it, post-haste.
2: Oh, would, f- you, would you have to tell him about the girl, though?
5: Yeah, yeah, we
0: should probably... I'll break it to him. You guys want me to do it? I think I can <sighs> do it with a... I got a kid touch. Gentle Gentle hands. So to speak, that didn't sound right. You know what I mean? A yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the ticket. Yeah, kid I Touch goes. kids. What? <laughs> I'm great with touching kids. Let's go. I'll, let's go talk to
5: them. No. are
2: we
4: gonna try are we gonna can we still follow the the blood trail tracking if we That's another Yeah,
2: thing. let's shoot up first. Dealer's yeah, yeah. choice.
4: Blood trail or Professor Sanchez. I mean I, he I might think... be wondering what's going
0: on.
3: Blood trail. Blood, blood trail. trail. Blood trail. Blood <laughs> oh, trail. I don't know why
0: you guys are chanting. So blood
3: trail, oh, blood trail. Our eyes
0: roll back. I'm just looking around. Tears of
4: blood. <laughs> get away from the gold. Show me blood trail. <laughs> uh, ding, all right,
1: ding, so ding. you guys are going to follow the trail of blood. It leads out a side door. What um, could go
3: wrong. Oh well, if that's the case, before we left, Margot takes a picture of the girl in the circled chest. She's got a camera, and she Ooh, would like that's to take a picture of that. Oh, oh nice. really? Mm-hmm. Future. I'm sitting here with a sketchbook. Art project. Future <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> art inspiration. Also just like, what the hell? I'm never gonna I'm not gonna believe that I remembered this.
1: If you come all the way to Peru and you don't see a dead body, have you really seen Peru?
2: Yep, it's in the brochures.
1: <laughs> That's true. They're it's on the cover true. of all brochures. Visit uh, beautiful
5: Peru. It was Peru. in the We're In Point magazine. In the course of the wounds. <laughs>
1: Home. of... The, that's their uh, their local baseball mascot. Post gaping God. torso wounds. <laughs> Give it up for the Lima Torso Wounds. They're an expansion. Uh, <laughs> so you guys, you guys follow. The blood trail instead of going out the way you came and it's still dark down there it's very uh, circuitous but you find yourself uh, eventually at another staircase leading back up to
4: the floor where the professor's office uh, is. Do you continue in that direction? Yes, and I would like to say that Vaughn at this point will pull and ready the uh, thirty-two caliber
0: pistol that he has in his belt Oh. oh well, yes. la di da. Carter uh, sees that and then is just like, "You, yeah, you go. You, I think you should go first
5: <laughs> Guy um, just lost
1: sanity.
2: I will yeah. follow suit and also draw my twenty-two.
0: Okay, so yeah, you should then go. You go behind him.
2: Wait, well, we got a marching order.
1: Um, just walking around a school with guns.
4: You Not think it was
0: twenty twenty-two?
4: Hey, how hey. can I believe this hey. leech man rubbish for a moment? But I mean, whatever made that wound, I'd rather be on the business end of this.
0: But I just want to remind you not to knock the wind out of your sails here, Chief, but the uh, I think the the journal we read said that uh, de Mendoza was shot in the head by his buddy.
2: And so, still alive, apparently. Still
0: alive. But but go get him. <laughs> Can you believe that, right? Yeah. you?
2: It at least disarm somebody. I'm just saying
0: don't be surprised. Don't get your hopes up, I guess, is where I'm going with yes. I'm glad that you right. have a gun. I'm just saying
4: I'd rather have this than what, whatever you're currently armed with. Uh, s- Perfumes skinning. and colognes. Yes. <laughs> well, you just be sure to hit your eau de rose at him while I give him a taste <laughs> of the old uh, what for. Oh, no, I, I trust him.
1: So uh, Vaughn and Feirouz pull out their... Uh, Guns while Margot and Carter uh, yet again pulled up the rear as you go up the stairs. As you start getting up uh, to the landing leading to the first floor, you all smell uh, smoke. It's a very faint smell, that sulfur smell, but you smell, you definitely smell smoke. You continue going. And uh, there is a hallway that just goes... You can tell that it's going away from the direction that you originally were. So, away from the professor's office. Um, but it's the only way to go. So, uh, following the blood trail, you continue going down that way. And it's just this circuitous route that eventually you feel like you're going back in the direction of the professor's office. And as you turn one of the corners, you then see smoke... Coming out of uh, a doorway about 20 feet ahead of you down this long hallway, and you see someone like in the doorway, just very you get like a sliver of their body, and there's like this weird movement
4: like a flapping. What do you do?
0: Is the Ron, hallway you, should, re- you should go check that out.
4: Yeah. Is the hallway we're looking down the one in which um, um, uh, Sanchez's office is?
1: You're all turned around. You feel like this is going to eventually lead you back in that direction, um,
4: but the, you have not been down this hallway yet. Okay. Okay. Um so there's this strange movement in the in the doorway of this room where the, where the smoke is coming
5: from
1: yeah you just see a sliver into the doorway from the angle where you're standing where it's just this like weird flapping movement from what looks like a, a person
4: um
2: I just turn towards Vaughn
5: mm-hmm.
2: and I just do the signal and I would like to stealth forward
1: okay Give me, uh, give me the old stealth roll. Yeah. Fairuz, you ninja.
2: <laughs> All right. Oh, did we ever do the... If that was something I'd succeeded on in the last game, isn't there a roll that we're supposed to... That it increases? Oh, yeah, we're supposed that... to
0: mark
1: when we do No, that... Successful... The, so your skills go up. Uh, any successes, make sure you mark them if you had any yet tonight. Uh, but at the end of... Uh, like a a long series of things, then you, there's an advancement
2: phase. Gotcha. Not yeah, so not every phase. not at the end of it. Okay, cool, cool, yeah. cool. Here we go. And I got a thirty five under forty.
1: Okay. So, Farouz, you feel like you can be furtive enough to sneak up to that door jam and see, um, but you hope that they don't hear you.
0: Those flapping could be just large ears. Yeah. So...
5: You walk up.
2: I I do. Yeah. Until I'm able to kind of see better what this thing is.
1: You walk up, slowly, alone, with your twenty-two, And every step you get closer to this open doorway you see more and more of this spastic movement and smoke billowing out of the room. That stench of uh, smoke in the air uh, filling, starting to fill your lungs um, and also making it a little hard to see into the room the closer that you get. Um, but you get up there and as you turn the corner, you see Jackson Elias. And he's like trying to fan out a fire in a waste paper basket. He's just like, he's shaking and and, then like grabbing stuff to try and put on it, but it's just making it worse, uh, and he doesn't see you.
5: What?
1: He's trying to put it out, (laughs) I should say.
2: It's Mr. Elias.
1: Oh, uh, yes, uh, there's a a fire. Was. We started here. I, I, I ran down to to see what was going on. We could smell smoke all the way coming from Professor Sanchez's office. I, I, I came out here and I saw this this waste paper bin was on fire. I'm trying to put it out, but I, I can't find any water, and I'm I feel like I'm just making it worse.
2: So you didn't start this?
1: No. Uh, could you Could you help me? Do you have any any water or anything we could use?
2: I don't have any water on me, but looking around, is there something like I could use to? smother.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thing. You just, you, you, you were able to help him and within a, a minute or two, subdue it. Um, he was just more like fumbling around and like, ah, and you were able to help him put it out. Uh, but now there's the smoke everywhere and it stinks and you can barely see uh, five feet in front of you. And he's like, thank you, thank you. I, 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 I panicked. I, I probably just made it worse. Uh, thankfully you came. I would have burned down the whole School it was the strangest thing. We were just
4: sitting there talking, and then uh, we we smelled something, and I I came down here to to check it out. Just um, just to so be clear, was was um was Jackson Elias in the uh, in the professor's office when we left to go get uh um Trinidad Frio? Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, he was. Yeah, he okay. said I'll
1: I'll I'll stay with the professor. You guys go down. Is the smell that we're smelling right now burning
4: paper? It smells like burning paper. Yeah. Okay. Um, just like the if there's not a window up? open, I might uh, open one to air it out. And, um, yeah, uh, if the fire is out, like just take a look around this room. Like, what, what is what, what sort of place is it? Is it another office? Is it a classroom? Is it a,
1: um, it's kind of like a supply closet, um, where there shouldn't be a waste paper basket. So if you feel like someone pulled this in here, yeah, uh, and started this fire. And I'd
4: like to rifle through what's in it to see what was someone was attempting to destroy. You look, and uh, a lot of it is already burned away. Um, what's left drive? is just nondescript papers. Okay, not even a spot hidden could find a, a fun scrap. Yeah, no. Give me a give me a spot hidden. Let's try. Um, Ooh, extreme success! I rolled a
1: three hey. on a seventy-five.
5: Right, with an
1: ex- with an extreme success, you can see that most of the remaining paper in there is completely blank.
0: A distraction.
5: Mm. Is
3: Ooh. there still blood on the... F- like, we followed blood here. Is there any in the room?
1: Did the blood trail go into this room? when Carter uh, is able to come up rolling over your successful check from before as you're still tracking it you do see this, it's faint It's something that Jackson uh, wouldn't have known was there, so wasn't looking for but you see it Um, and you see that it continues on
4: back in the direction of the professor's office
5: perhaps someone did this
4: to get you out of his room and I I begin to run towards uh, um, Professor uh, Sanchez's office Cameras now on Vaughn,
1: just running down the hallway. And you burst into the office. And as you do, you're looking for Professor Sanchez, and you see him. And he's on the floor, just like writhing in agony. And all around the circumference of his mouth is, like, like all up uh, under his nose, around his lips, all covering his chin, is this, like, rancid, waxy, white secretion. And he just looks at you, and with all of his strength, he's like, He kissed
5: me!
4: (sighs) And he's just, like, convulsing. Ew. Um... So I, I roll to clean up the goo. Um, <laughs> and, um, get over here, you. Get over, uh, So messy. Oh,
5: dear God.
4: A little um, schmutz. Yeah. Um, I tear my... I, 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 I want to get this goop off of him. Okay, okay, it seems to be... A piece of
1: your clothing or grab something to kind of
4: just wipe this off of his mouth? Uh, yeah, I think... Vaughn, Vaughn is... Uh, it's uh, got to be like uh, a
2: school flag... In the office,
0: <laughs> I, gotta, I mean, all gentlemen have a Yeah,
4: a little, uh, <laughs> little uh,
0: cravat. Um,
4: yeah, I very disrespectfully rip a piece off the flag. <laughs> <laughs> You're not American. You're fine. Uh, you stomp um, on it a couple times. This is
0: 1776,
5: asshole. Yeah, out comes a handkerchief,
4: on, and I'm and I'm and I'm attempting to get it off.
1: Alright, so you, you you reach down to start to take it off, and like as you're wiping and pulling the handkerchief chip up, uh, this secretion just like elongates up into the air all the way as you lift the handkerchief up. Mm. So you're trying to wipe, and you just feel like you're making it worse. It's like smearing it uh, all over him. What? And he's just like,
5: uh, uh,
1: what's
3: wrong with me? What, what did he do? I feel like by this point, Margo runs in behind you. What? What's happened? Who? Who?
1: I don't know. Blue eyes. He had blue eyes. And his mouth, his mouth wasn't, wasn't right. Oh, and he's like grabbing his stomach. He's like...
5: Oh. I'll, I'll,
4: let me do a first aid roll like the way you're supposed to. Let me see if I can help him uh, <sighs> to help administer some some aid. Okay. Oh. Uh-oh.
5: <laughs> I'll
3: try also since I'm there.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, it's all hands on deck, and now it's like
0: frantic. You
1: don't know what's wrong with them.
3: Yep. Not. Not it.
0: No dice. I guess um, we. I'll I'll come running up not to do the first aid obviously, <laughs> uh, but. Uh, <laughs> Just comes running in because of the commotion. Like, oh, oh yeah. my god! Falling <laughs> as well. <sighs> give him some water or something. <sighs> <sighs>
2: <sighs> <sighs> oh, I am very seriously going to upchuck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he's just like in pain. He's twisting on the floor, and you can tell he's in so much pain. And this this white secretion is just like dripping off of his face onto his chest.
0: Uh, everybody give me a spot hidden.
3: I have a bad feeling about this.
0: I need a spot in my stomach. Ooh. I'm not turning over.
3: Ooh. I rolled a one. Whoa! No, no,
0: no. <gasps> I a 30
4: under
3: Hell 75. Yeah. That
0: ain't no one.
2: I rolled a 52 under 70.
4: I rolled shit.
3: Yes.
1: Marco's right. got super sight. Yeah, you all succeed, but Marco... With a with a critical success, uh, all right. So you all see he like he's like clutching at his at his chest, clutching at his stomach, and he starts like ripping his his shirt open a little bit. And as his uh, skin is bared, you see something crawling under his the skin of his abdomen.
5: God. Mm. just
1: like, and Margot, with your critical success, all you think is we gotta get that out
3: we gotta get that out of him mm-hmm. cause Kate is like we gotta get out of this room <laughs> <laughs> we
1: gotta get out of this adventure
3: <laughs> um so yeah Margo she's like looking at him failing the first aid check being like hey, there must be a way I can help him I just don't know and she's watching him and she sees the crawling and she goes look look there's movement under the skin maybe we can oh. cut it out Bonneata. I don't know I Probably have you a like knife, a pocket
0: knife or something from uh, the-
3: I do have a knife
0: oh
2: I do you have a knife in my possession. All right, get in there. Uh, uh, give it here. Give it here. Wait, wait, wait. Do, do you have? Do you have a better? Like I have like zero. I have like a one in medicine. I'll,
4: I can do it first. I have a one in medicine also, but I, I, I at least have
2: hand, first aid. Cool. I do. I do hand you the knife because I think that's a very low stat for me.
1: <laughs> and no one else has medicine or first or first aid. Right? I also have thirty in first aid. Okay. okay. Yeah.
4: One in medicine only. K can hit. Um. I don't know. If I don't know if it's too meta. Do you feel? Do you feel more confident? Doing oh, I this have first a thirty
2: day? in first, aid. How much? So do I. In? So
4: what, oh, why, why, yeah. why? Why would I do the honors? Go for it. All
2: right, <laughs> All right I'm gonna. I'll, I'll hesitantly step forward, and then as soon as I see that thing wiggling, I'm just like, ha! Then, gets it, gets it. It's right there.
0: You got it. You got this. I, I have total faith.
2: Hold well, on. Let what me make sure. Let me make sure. Let me share. Let me share. Okay. Yes, I rolled a twenty-eight.
5: Just under 30. Just under 30. Yay.
1: All right. So you, (laughs) you start trying to slice where this thing is crawling. And you slice into his skin. And you see the thing sort of... It almost is like it's running away from your knife as you're doing it. And so you cut a little bit more and you succeed in making a small incision. Um, as you do so, he starts like dry heaving.
2: Oh, and I'm just like, oh, sorry, 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 oh,
5: sorry. And then he just like...
1: <laughs> and this like size oh, of a fist, like white the hell larva, out of just comes out of his mouth, like, oh, and it flaps onto his chest, and ah. it's just this, like, shapeless mass of white protoplasm, it kind of looks like congealed fat, about <laughs> the size of a fist, and it's just flipping around, and it rushes to you.
2: Ah. It's oh, at it!
1: And we'll see you right after this word from our sponsor. Oh,
5: Oh,
1: baby, first combat of the adventure. This is going to be wild. But you know what? Let's start with a sanity check because that was gross. Gross.
3: It's yes. kind of funny that we're going to fight a slug as our first combat, like a little just, larva.
1: That's you know, it's it's kind of poetic when you think where this is going to go. When you imagine where this is going to go, what you'll be fighting at the end, it just starts now with a simple slug. Um, so sanity check. Let me know if you f- actually let me know if you pass or fail. Pass, baby.
2: Pass, baby. Actually, I think that was uh, that's at the half. Yeah, that's a, that is a extreme success. Mm-hmm. Oh, did six, I
1: pass?
0: Six. Yes.
1: Oh, alright, two passes. Any fails? Nope. Carter?
0: Alright, great. Got a, I got a 28 under 50. Alright,
1: you don't take anything uh, on a pass here, because some of, sometimes it's like, pass? Oh, good, you only take 10 sanity. Uh, in this case, you don't take any. Uh listen,
4: throat slug? Who cares?
1: Been there, done that. <laughs> Conk shoe. We just saw a dead woman with a hole in her chest. Yeah. Uh, alright, now, We are getting into combat. This is where things get a little, a little crunchy. Obviously, this is the system's a little new for people and new for me, too. I've only uh, logged a a handful of hours at this point, 20 hours, maybe running these. Um, who had a drawn gun? Both of you. Okay. So you get a plus 50 to, you know, your initiative. Because basically, the way initiative works in this game, it's all based on your dex score. So your typical dex order, Margot has a dex of 80, Feruz has a dex of 55. Carter has a 40 and Vaughn has a 40, but Vaughn, you'll be bumped up to a 90 for this. And Fay Ruse, you'll be bumped up to a one Oh five. Um, uh, because if you have a drawn gun, uh, you get to, uh, act quicker. Um, so because of that, you can act first. And just because you drew the gun doesn't mean you have to use it. Your okay. options are, you know, you could shoot the gun. Uh, but this thing is crawling on this guy's chest. You could try and stab it because you you have a, established that you have a knife. Uh, you can try to do other things. Or you can just flee. Uh, you tell me what you want to do and then we'll work out how it works.
2: I think what I want to do, because I have both weapons drawn, I don't have the stat for the dagger, On hand But I would Because I don't want to Shoot the guy by accident Right I want to try to Stab at this thing
1: Okay. And uh you know another thing is where this thing is so small. Uh it has a build of uh, I can tell you right now of negative 2 whereas you have a build of 1. I think Kate is the only one that has a build of 0 where it has a build of negative 2. If you were to shoot, you actually take a penalty die uh because oh. it's so small. Uh so with the penalty die you roll two tens and take the worst uh number uh, on a okay. d100 roll. Uh so yeah, maybe uh a, a stab yeah, I- is better
2: definitely want to stab. I'm trying to see if I could find the stats for the knife. I don't have that on hand, but should I just roll for it uh, first? Yeah,
1: you're you just looking for what the damage of the knife yeah. would be? Yeah. It's probably 1d3, um, but we'll, okay. uh, we'll we'll figure it out uh, in the event that you hit. Now, i got to decide what I want to do. So the way combat works is like, if someone's attacking you uh, in melee, so not with a firearm, you can either uh, dodge or fight back uh, or do nothing Uh, and if you dodge uh, tie goes and you tie basically you don't take damage so dodge is kind of the safe way to go Uh, if you try to fight back and you tie the aggressor scores Um, otherwise you have to have a higher success than the person that attacked Um, I could have explained that better but Now I'm the defender, so I have to decide what I want to do. Normally, monsters fight back. In this case, this wiggly little thing is going to try and dodge out of the way. So I'll be rolling a dodge against your fighting uh, melee Uh, or fighting knife, whatever you have.
2: Uh, Would I use brawl for that?
1: Uh, You would.
5: Okay.
2: Uh,
1: Let me get my dodge, John, up. All right, and whoever has the higher success wins. On a tie, I actually avoid... Uh, If we both roll the same success, I avoid your dagger. Ooh, Mm -hmm. I
5: rolled a 12
2: under
1: 25. A Mm -hmm. 12 under 25, so you rolled a hard success, and I rolled a hard success as well. Uh, I was trying to see if I rolled an extreme, but I rolled a... Let me just make sure. Yeah, a hard... Um, so it phew, moves out of the way of your knife, and you stab right on the ground next to the professor. Um, if you had fumbled, I would have had you stab right through him. Uh, right <laughs>
0: I mean, where right. He's, he's gone, gone he's going through a lot already. I don't know if he'd really... Why are you
6: stabbing me? First you cut me, then you...
1: All right, so now it moves to Vaughn, because, Vaughn, you have a gun drawn, so you are able to
4: act quickly. Okay, so... Its Dodge took it off of the body of our of our uh, poor unfortunate friend um, Sanchez.
1: It's more of like a Bugs Bunny cartoon. Like, it just, like, reshaped around the blade, you know what I mean? So it's still (laughs) in the same spot, but it just, like, whoop, moved out of the way. It's just this gross little thing that's moving very, very quickly. Uh, And so it gets out of the way as this is all happening in real time. Uh, Feyruz goes to stab down and it wriggles out of the way, and it's making
4: its way towards Feyruz. I just want to confirm that it's off of the body and on the floor now. Uh, No, it's, like, down now near his leg. Okay, okay. So... Yeah. I will not shoot it. <laughs> it's only his leg. Take it. It's too off his
5: leg. What
4: the hell? Um, <laughs> so instead, I think I'll try to uh, just, like, whip the pistol around and whack it off of him. Okay. Pistol whip it away.
1: All right. Um, great. So this, what your, what your goal here, this sounds to me like a maneuver. Yeah. Um, and because you have a specific goal in mind, your goal is to use your pistol to try and knock this thing off of the guy, right. um, so you're going to roll uh, your brawl, and okay. then I let me just see here. If I try to dodge, you are going to get a bonus die because I've already dodged this round, and I only have one attack. Uh, so I'm going to try and dodge, so you get
4: a bonus die, which means you get to roll two tens and take the better result. And, and just so I'm um, just so uh, that's the. Just the lower, the second digit. So it would still be 30, but it might be a 35, not a 30. No, the other way
1: around. Oh, it might right. be, if you roll a 5 and a, a, a 40 and a 60, then you right. take the 45 instead
4: of the 65. Understood. Okay, here we go. All right. We're going to go with a 37, which is under my brawl skill of 45. Okay. Um, just
1: checking my situation here, and I rolled... What did you roll? Sorry? Uh, I rolled a a regular success. Regular success, and uh, I rolled a a hard success. So this Mm. thing is just really, really tricky the way it's wriggling around. And now it's its turn. And so on its turn, it spends its whole round... I mean, this is so gross. I'm sorry to do this to you, Nora. It, like, in an instant leaps off of this guy's body and starts crawling its way up towards Feirouz's mouth. And so it's sitting like right on your neck trying to make its way into your mouth.
2: Uh, No, I don't like it. I don't like it. Stop it.
1: It's so like acidic. it actually starting to burn your skin and you take one hit point of damage from it just sitting on your skin and you can tell that it's trying to crawl inside of you.
2: I am not... Can I just try to take that knife and pry it away from my mouth? Just In three short turns,
1: just one of these. Boop. Uh, I think we have some artwork from the book of uh, what uh, it looks like when this thing crawls onto your face, and it's uh, pretty, pretty gross. Uh, I'll oh. see if I can throw it up on roll twenty, but I know the people at home can see it. Um, oh,
2: let me do my hit point thing.
5: Blue. Oh, here
1: it is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you guys are going to... Sorry, that's what it looks Ugh. like. No!
5: Oh, Absolutely
2: God. not. Oh, God. Just put, <laughs> Get it on me.
1: It his face there. Just All right, so this... His. This is bad. Um, and Skear now... that
2: thing off of my face and into the trash fire, or I will roast it for <laughs>
1: <laughs> It is yeah. now uh, no. Margot's turn.
3: Um... Okay, I don't have any weapons, and I don't want to take her knife and try to stab the thing. I don't have confidence in doing that. Is there anything in the room, like some sort of long stick-like thing... Where I can just like grab it and try to like flick it off of her. Totally, Pry it yeah. off me! Pry it off me! Yeah, the I beauty of this that. game
1: is like you can just use anything as an improvised weapon. If you look down at the at the professor's desk, maybe he has a lamp that you can grab and just like swing. And really, like you're trying to hit the thing. I'm not going to say if you miss, you hit Feyreus. However, if you fumble. Well, then I might oh, do that. You know, you uh, might. Or I might do something much worse. Uh, but you're just trying to hit this thing and it's trying to get out of the way. But you will get a, uh, a bonus die because it's already dodged this round. Um,
3: I will gladly take this. a lamp to the face rather than have <laughs> this thing fall ah, in my mouth. Break
5: my face! <laughs> I've seen
3: the light! So, Margot grabs the most ornate lamp on the desk. And so, what am I. I'm. Ooh, a I'm it's lip. a brawl?
1: Yeah, brawl.
3: And you said a bonus dice.
1: Yeah, so you roll the tens dice twice and take the better roll, if which I is hit. the lower.
3: Okay.
1: No, you just you you roll, and you take the better. So if you roll a forty-five and a seventy-five, you take the forty-five. Oh!
3: Oh! 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 Yeah. Oh! oh. Okay. Yeah.
1: Sometimes if you <gasps> crit, I might just give you a bonus die. I mean, I those... might give you a penalty die.
3: I rolled a two. <laughs> yeah.
1: Holy yeah. moly!
3: I can't believe
1: it. <laughs> the devil's zero you were a slug. and a two. All right, so that's an extreme success, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, I have a 30 in Brawl, and that's definitely less than a fifth.
1: Okay, so where that is an extreme success, that is maximum damage. Maximum. Uh, if I don't roll an extreme success on a dodge.
3: I swear to God, if you roll an extreme success,
1: and I rolled a regular success on a dodge, nice. so you get max damage from that lamp, which I'm going to say uh, <laughs> is uh, is a uh, four hit points. Uh, so you do four max damage, actually. But you have a damage bonus.
3: Do you said I had an extra die? Because he dodged in regard. Oh no! That no, was, on, rolling, the, that right, was right. on
1: the attack roll. But you have a damage bonus because this would. Uh, I don't think you do with your strength. But does your character sheet have a da- damage bonus?
3: Damage bonus? No, I have a zero.
1: You have a zero. Okay. Had you had a damage bonus, that might have been enough. Uh, because when you roll uh, an extreme success on an attack like that, you do max damage with a blunt weapon like that. And you would also get max bonus damage, but you don't have any. However, you do do four points of damage. So this thing looks like there's just like blood squirting out of it. It's getting into Pharaoh's mouth. Uh, this black bile is leaking down her shirt. And now it's Carter's turn. Carter, you see this thing's on the ropes. What do you do? All right, so so she
0: hit she hit it with a lamp, but it's still on the face. Uh-huh. Um, I would love to grab it and throw it into the wall. <laughs> grab it and just huck it into yeah, the wall. just huck the shit out of it. Yeah. All right,
1: so that is going to be a fighting maneuver, so you'll use your brawl. Uh, we know what your goal is. When you're doing a maneuver, it's all about the goal. Um, but where this thing is so small, you'll take a penalty die. Um, because your build is 1 and its is negative 2. So you'll take a a penalty die to try to pull this off because it's wriggling around. You're trying to grab it and toss it, uh, and then it will try and dodge. So go ahead and give me that roll.
0: Okay, so the penalty die is what it... Like, I'm adding another... Roll roll twice and take the the lower result. So roll with disadvantage, essentially? Right, but you
1: don't roll the... uh, the, the intense, lower number. Like the single. Yeah. You
0: know what I mean? I'm not saying it right, but yeah. 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 Uh, oh, <laughs> I mean, I don't even know why I'm bothering to roll the other one. Yeah, that was a 96. Whoa. Okay. Oh, uh, no. What is your fighting skill? Uh,
1: 70. Okay, so that's not a fumble If that was under a 50, a 96 to 100 is actually a fumble In which case I would have had you just sock Feirouz Just grab Uh, Feirouz, just tear her nose off You know, the bad news is I failed the dodge roll So all you had to do was succeed And that would have been enough to get it off of her We now move to the second round here I can tell you it's going to be Feirouz, then Vaughn And then this thing is going to try and enter Fairruz's mouth Ooh, and no, do the same no. thing that it was doing to the professor! Uh Fairuz, what do you do? This I'm trying j- to
2: skewer this thing and pry it off my face.
1: Whoa. you wanna use your knife? Do you wanna like puncture it? Like you wanna stab at it, or do you wanna try and do the flank?
2: I want tri- you know, to. I'm not being like, overly
1: pedantic because those two different actions here—the stab and the maneuver—it's
2: more like I'm trying to because I don't want to stab myself. I want to try to flick this thing off of me.
1: Okay. Well, you know what? Give me the brawl, uh, but it's going to be at a penalty die because this thing is on your face and you're trying to like it's wriggling and it's moving. It's going to be hard to get off.
2: Okay. So this is uh, my fight, my brawl. Uh huh. Okay. And then, what? How? Explain to me the penalty die.
1: Penalty die is you roll the uh, the tens twice and take the worst result.
2: Got you. Got you. So, like, yeah. Okay. So there's that. All right. So, my worst was still. I still succeeded. It was a twenty-one under twenty-five.
1: And I failed my dodge. There nice. we go. So you take this thing, you stab it, and you flick it off of you, and it just you you impale it, it takes a little bit of damage, uh, and it falls to the ground and it just like <laughs> and it stops moving when it hits the
2: floor. I immediately vomit. <laughs> immediately vomit.
1: Right onto the professor's open wounds.
2: Right onto him.
4: <laughs>
2: Why?
5: Why and It <laughs> keeps getting
4: oh. on your head. If, if there's a coffee <laughs> cup or anything nearby, I immediately crunk put it over the top of that thing on the on the ground. And you see that the carpet underneath
1: the coffee mug is starting to burn away from its uh, acidic uh, skin and bile.
2: It's huh. so like a trash can, something we could like something metal or
1: you just keep stacking things yes. on top of it. Yes. You feel like you've like under a nesting control.
2: doll of like uh-huh. shit that it's going to burn through.
1: There was definitely that like last twitch as it hit the floor after you pried it off. And then you cover it up and just the ground is sizzling. Jackson is like, "What was that?"
2: It was a, It almost almost went in my mouth. <laughs> I almost wiped my mouth.
0: Yeah, Carter's like, Here, here t- take this. Uh, you can keep this. And he like gives her his handkerchief to wipe her wipe the gross. Yeah, so, so, that, like, that's yours.
4: Way to be a gentleman tilling I offer you my own, but it's currently covered in whatever opalescent ooze was on this creature. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not for that insulting injury, of course, as I'm trying to like gingerly put the handkerchief into the <laughs> waste paper basket.
0: Like <laughs> Won't be taking that back to Herod's. <laughs> I got twelve more in my luggage. It's cool. <laughs> um.
2: Yeah. Where did that well, uh, come from?
4: Yeah. An excellent question, Miss Elias. I was wondering you might enlighten us, or perhaps you, Professor, as I may be slapping, like gently slapping him in the face, like Professor. <laughs>
1: Like, yeah, Jackson kneels down with you and he, he kind of shakes out of it as well. And he's trying to help his friend, uh, the professor. Uh, and, and he's, he's no longer writhing in pain, but he's all fucked up. He's got uh, an incision on his, uh, chest and, and the secretions. And he's, he's taken some burn damage, uh, from this thing that also crawled up on his face, just like you took one hit point of damage. He took at least one and then he's taken some other damage. So he's very like dizzy and he's lightheaded and he's just like, I, hey, when you, when you ran out to investigate the 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 smoke that we smelled it wasn't but a moment when this this, this man, I thought it was a man, I th- actually I thought it was one of you, came in uh, I thought maybe he had a, a mustache, piercing blue eyes uh, dressed rather shabbily, but he came in and, and, and I, I turned as if to say, oh, okay, can I help you? And his his mouth was unlike anything I'd ever seen. It was it was extended out beyond any normal almost like some side of like some kind of a fish or something, and he just he, he, he lurched at me and he, he put his mouth directly over my face and, and just held me there and I could feel uh, teeth all around just. Sticking their way in, just holding me in place, and then he—he he must have regurgitated that thing into me. And then he—he went. He, he, he left. And I think he went out the window. I don't know. I hit the ground, and immediately I felt this—this this thing inside of me. And you can tell he's like—he's—he's he's on the brink of, of losing sanity as well. And Jackson is—is—is is, is just white as a sheet. He's—he's he's just. In shock of this. This is a man, he's not a man of science, but like he doesn't believe in any of this. Hokum.
0: Carter uh, looks back to the group and kind of gives him like a little wink. He's like, Well, Professor, we got good news and bad news. Uh, the good news is you're alive. Uh, yes, the bad news yes, is and I have you to thank for that. Yeah. Thank you. The bad news is we found Trinidad downstairs with a gaping wound in her chest, and I think she's dead.
6: Very dead.
1: No. No, not miss so it can't be so are you sure are you are you certain it's her
0: are you certain she's dead she was uh, pickled I think is the best word for it or uh just yeah it was it was her but brightside she probably died doing what she loves you know she was in the archives studying part of the school the university and he uh, just he just starts weeping
5: <laughs> Carter
0: turns and I like see I nailed it I don't know what
5: What is "Mm -hmm." happening? What is
6: happening? The tales of the carousel true?
1: (laughs) And Jackson just like holds him to try and and calm him down. And and he's, this guy's had a a hell of a last hour and he's, he's inconsolable. Yeah.
3: While you guys were talking, Margot runs over to the window that he said he thought the thing jumped out of and just like, (sighs) Looks out, or looks at the window. Looks out. It.
1: At- yeah, you look. It's one of those like double windows that latches from the inside and opens uh, in towards the room. And you look out, um, and you just see trees and the quad, um, the area the, with which you walked in. And it's eerily silent. You don't even see other students running around. Whatever that
0: thing was, it's gone. I'm not going to lie, guys, this day is not going the way I thought it was going to go when I woke up late in the hotel.
3: It's the first day ever I've ever had.
0: It makes me almost wonder if I should just give up on this entire adventure. That's, <laughs>
3: it's
0: pretty intense. But then I think about my home life, and I'm still on board.
2: Well, where where do we Where do we start?
0: Well, we have how long until we have to meet the next morning? Tomorrow morning we have to meet it, at the... So hotel it's Saturday. You have uh,
1: Monday to meet Larkin. Okay. Uh, I have to see
0: if there's going to be any of Larkin left. Well, Mendo- De Mendoza is the one I feel like we should do our best to either avoid or track or find out what he's up to. Though. So,
5: Wait
2: and track is two different things. Which one do we do?
0: I'm abjectly terrified of the man <laughs> at this point. So uh
1: Um Jackson is like we, we we have to we have to call someone to to take him take him to a hospital. And you can see Jackson is like completely out of sorts. Uh, he he can't quite piece it together. Um. He's. We. We need to
4: call a, a an ambulance or something. Or. Or he needs. To, he needs to see a doctor. Um. Yes, I suppose the authorities will have to be called, considering there's a corpse in your archive and a, and, the, and this gentleman is bleeding on your in his office. Yes. Try and to I, keep our names out of it, w- w- won't you?
1: Yes. No. I. I, I um. And he, he pulls you aside. Um. Can, can. one of you stay with. Um, the professor for a moment? I, I want to find out more about what happened.
0: Downstairs, I'll I'll chill with him I'm I'm pretty good, kid gloves and all that. I think I can pretty much walk him through. Well, actually, you know what, Troy? I kind of can I try? A, uh, where is it? Fast talk, charm. Well, I was gonna charm him Yeah, <laughs> yeah, try and charm him. Charm the professor just to
5: chill. He him was out. about
1: to look at Margo and be like, "Would you go instead?" <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> So, see if you can charm him. Then I won't do that. Uh, okay, so I'm trying. Char- I'm trying to charm um, Jackson a uh, lot. Eli- okay. Uh, 43 under 75. Uh, so
1: at first he's like, uh, and then he's like, oh, yes, uh, yes, just keep, keep him, keep him safe for a moment. I just want to know what's, uh, what, what happened down there? He's looking at the other three of you. What, you, you found the, Miss Rizzo dead? Sis. Was she attacked in the same way?
3: Uh, it's pretty-
2: it's possible that that's what happened because there was the gaping hole in her chest. I didn't see any of the slime that you have.
4: As much there, like lunacy as it sounds, the wound on Miss Riso seems to be uh, at least reminiscent of what uh, the professor here describes. Right. Mr. Mr. P-
1: P- professor Sanchez and I have talked at length about Karasiri and this folklore we are... We are rational men. We never believed in any of this. This, There's got to be a a logical explanation as to to what happened here. Um,
3: Well, have you read this? I know. I was going to say, I know we all want a logical explanation, but I found a a notebook, and she hands it to him. Yeah, so he can read it.
1: He reads it and he
3: particularly Psycho. she points at right here it says L- Louis de Mendoza
1: oh, yes I suppose de Mendoza's is a common name and it says here that he was killed by uh, Figueroa Oh, something's not right. Maybe, maybe it's an, an ancestor of his and that's and somehow involved in the cult. There's no way that the de from from 300, 400 years ago is the same de uh, Mendoza that's with And none, none of this adds
4: up. I understand uh, it's madness, but someone with um, knowledge of this sort of thing could, could pay it particular homage. You know that... I don't believe in these fairy tales, but I believe that people believe in them and will act on them. And there's something about those blue eyes he keeps talking about.
2: What do you think that means?
4: Well, didn't Mendoza have piercing blue eyes?
1: Yes, Mendoza did have blue eyes, and I only know that because he was staring at me with them the entire dinner. Uh, but but what do we do? Do we, do we go to his hotel and, and barge in on his room and confront him? Do, do, do we go to Larkin? I... What, what, what? We have to get to that pyramid. Larkin has everything set up. I, I mean, I suppose I could make other arrangements, but then Larkin might get suspicious. He's going to, to I, I. I'm sorry, I'm a little. I'm a little in over my head here. This is. This is not. I don't know what to do. What do you suggest?
2: If this Mendoza is the same Mendoza that's in this letter, then. We can't just barge in. It's far too dangerous.
1: Yes. I agree. I mean, maybe the five of us could overwhelm him, but... I don't... That's rubbish. That's, I'm not a fighter. I'm an author. Do you think Larkin knows? It was my suspicion that they were in cahoots somehow in this cult, but... Is Larkin a 400 year Old man as well I, I well, There was no mention of He like, looks back at the dog There's no mention of a Of a Larkin here I,
3: Well it I'm, does worry me more now That He was sick Right I so suppose sick, he doesn't know everything But he knows enough
2: Whatever yes. it is He's in over he his head sick.
4: He was sick Yes hmm. Sawa you said that there was a burned flesh on that bit of gold, as though someone had grasped it and burnt their palm in it.
3: That's that's what that, that that's what it looked like. It looked like someone grabbed it and it it burned them. Now, I'm not but... saying I
4: believe all this rot, but if this was a fairy tale we were walking into, it seems to me that uh, if Mendoza is one of these Siri, then whatever that is might burn him up as well. <laughs> but it's just not logical.
3: No, none of this is. I mean, neither is that slug, but... I...
4: As much as you don't want to confront him, I... Sometimes the direct approach is the best approach. I'd rather have him at, a, uh, would rather have him at knife point than go skulking around where he can slip his mandibles over me and give me the little uh, remora eel kiss
1: you mean to confront de Mendoza or confront Larkin
4: well if this I say go go for what's most threatening whatever we do we have to be careful with how we handle this my
1: suspicions of Mr. Larkin are just that they're suspicions and while I suspected Mr. de Mendoza was involved in this death death cult this new information is far more than I expected whatever we do we have to proceed with caution I think we should be very wary of how much we let on do we go to Larkin and tell him about de Mendoza put him on the spot do we
5: try
2: to do what if we for the sake of self-preservation mind you if we act inconspicuous and for the sake of trying to gain more knowledge up leading up into if we let on too early that we know any of this it's our heads But if we... perhaps pretend like we don't know what's going on... and try to get whatever information we can in the meantime... until we can figure out what... the bloody hell to do with this.
4: Play dumb, then. Duns the mouse. Right. Don't say a word. Yes. Be cool. Uncle. Indeed. As our Bosch friend right here say, we will try to conduct ourselves with the modicum of Sangfroid. Oh. Right. Well... We just bloody well better keep our eyes open. I don't want to... I don't want to wake up with one of those opalescent slugs clogging up
3: my windpipe. You're quite burnt. Should we take you to the doctor as well? Uh, No. No, no, no.
2: I would like to avoid that. I don't want to be on record having to do with any of this.
5: Yes, we
1: should be careful what we what we do who knows who's in their pockets even reporting this I should be very wary of who I talk to but we do have a body downstairs and a man in need of medical attention Uh, I've met some people I can trust I'll call them and give them some money and that should be able to take care of this give him the attention he needs and give Miss Rizzo Her family some peace. Um so is the plan to just meet Monday
4: at eight AM and pretend like nothing's happened. Um It's not a bad plan. Part of me almost wants to like spy on them to see if we can can, like follow like tail them. See try to try to um observe them from a distance.
3: Like see how they're preparing for tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Yes.
1: Yeah, like go to the Hotel Espana and uh yeah. That's where they're staying. You guys are staying at the Mori mm-hmm. and just kind of scope it out.
3: Maybe mm-hmm. if if they see us, we can just say, oh, we wanted to try another hotel bar. Right.
4: I suppose the best cover stories have the, the ring of truth and I must admit, uh, I wouldn't mind sampling the wares.
2: I could definitely use a drink right now, yes.
4: Especially after today's proceedings. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't mind getting a bit tight. <laughs> You guys, are,
0: a, you guys are separate of, of Carter and uh, the professor right now, right? You guys are kind yeah. of huddled up. Okay.
3: Margo's just going to say she would love a, a I would love a glass of gin. It was the bee's knees. Anything over on any of this, I want, I oh my gosh. And she puts the lamp down. She's been holding it the whole time. She says, <laughs> so sorry, I whacked you with the lamp. Oh no no, no no thank you <laughs> Thank you
4: oh, yes quick thinking that and uh, smart and dexterous fencing there with that knife of yours
3: Oh
2: I just yeah think I whew, just lucky I had it on hand
5: Well,
1: all right well I think we should get going. is the plan then to start watching them tonight and and how should we do that if we all show up at the hotel it's going to be more obvious
5: Hmm.
1: what do you suggest should I go back to the mori and take care of this situation here and we'll reconvene at the hotel bar there later tonight and some of you head to the España and see if you see anything
2: what if, what if we try to meet with, or we split up, part of us stays back to try to have a drink with them at the bar, while the rest of us try to go snoop around in their rooms, perhaps?
4: Ah, there we are. A bit of the old, uh, distraction. Right. Um.
0: Um.
3: Who is the... the best chat? I...
0: <laughs> you guys talking about, uh, chatting over there?
3: Ah uh, yes,
4: our friend Tillinghast has a has a bit of the silver tongue and the gift of gab. <laughs> <I've> been, uh...
0: <laughs> Hold on one second. One second. Guys. He turns back to the professor, who he's he has his head in his lap. He's just been like caressing his hair. And he's like, <laughs> and that is how, in 1918, the Boston Red Sox won the World Series. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You guys talking about uh, charming? <laughs> That we are. Perhaps, um,
4: <laughs> perhaps if uh, Tillinghast and I waylay um, uh, <laughs> Mendoza and Larkin at the bar, then maybe you two can go snooping around on the sly up in their rooms.
2: I think that's a great idea because I'm looking at my stats right now and I'm incredibly not charming.
4: <laughs> hey, don't uh. talk about my friend like that. All
1: right.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so who's going to try and get upstairs to their rooms?
2: I <laughs> Be me and me.
1: And, all right, so boys at the bar, <laughs> ladies going up. All right, so you're all heading to the Hotel Espana. Uh, Jackson says, "All right, I will. Uh, I will check in with you later. I'm going to try and get this situation under control. Um, and uh, we've already we've already wasted too much time. And so he uh, he goes off and he's he's scrambling around. Meanwhile, you guys head back uh, in the direction of the hotels, and instead of going to the mori, go to the Hotel Espanya.
0: We, uh, yeah, I, mean, I mean, we obviously freshen up a little bit, right? I mean, we're we'll uh-huh. to role play the whole thing, but uh, sure,
4: yeah, a
2: little we definitely bit. Definitely yeah, don't, uh, don't want
5: to have
0: up. goop, Gussy
2: up. residual goop. And maybe,
5: on maybe we myself. do a thing
4: where, like, if y'all, if y'all are separate, maybe like if, once we get them talking, if I take off my tie or something, that's the signal that we've got them, uh, got them pinned at the bar, so you can take off. <laughs> <Up as laughs> I'll scream, giggle, juice. Yeah, yeah, that's that's better, that's
1: better. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so uh, you make your way back uh, once you're all freshened up to the area where the Hotel España is. This is where you're supposed to meet Monday morning. Um, You see it's uh, maybe a slightly nicer hotel than the one you're staying in, but not, like, uh, significantly so. Uh, It's decorated rather... Eccentrically, The walls are all painted like bright primary colors and, and the interior of the lobby is covered in paintings and photographs. Um, you can see the common areas like the area where the bar is. There's uh, an eclectic selection of statues, plants, and artworks and a nice uh, small but ornate uh, bar with a bartender serving Pisco Sours. Uh, there's a reception desk um, that's... Uh, Just has one uh, small white-haired woman in a woolen shawl uh, sitting there behind the desk. Um,
0: What do you guys do? I'll handle this. Just just in character is also already (laughs) laughing to himself. Uh, (laughs) So she's sort of like she's clearly the employee behind the the desk here in front of. Uh, buenas noches, senorita.
6: Ah, buenas noches. Um,
0: was wondering if it wouldn't uh, trouble you too greatly to, um... Oh, you
6: must uh, speak uh, slow. I do not understand uh, too much English.
0: My apologies. My brain cells operate at a speed faster than most. (laughs) Uh, so... Anyway, was wondering if you could call up to Senor... De Mendoza's room <laughs> and let him know that Senors Tillinghast and Villiers would love a cocktail in the fine bar down
6: here. De Mendoza... Uh, si, si um, I, I am uh, Petronile uh, Cupitina I am, I'm so uh,
0: sorry, I hope that's not contagious
6: <laughs> No, I, this is my nome This is my hotel uh, Hotel España I the um, Mendoza Hold on, and she calls uh, up And
0: no one answers
6: He's no answer it uh, Mr. Dimendoza.
0: Mhm. And have you have you seen him coming or going anytime uh, recently, my sweet
6: pedal? Uh, see, see. He, he come uh, not too long ago. He go upstairs and then uh, and then he leave again.
0: So he's not here.
6: Uh, see, see. Are you his amigo?
0: Oh, big time amigo. Uh yeah, grande, um,
6: grande you, amigo. Grande,
0: that's me. Everybody's oh. grande amigo. You own this hotel, by the way. See, si, see, si. I am. Oh, so you the must owner. have quite a quite a coin purse yourself, madam.
6: My oh, no. <laughs> business is slow.
0: He holds up his his wedding ring like, were this not on my finger, I would uh, sweep you off your feet.
6: Oh like, you're much too ugly. Uh, so,
0: yeah. He, he's just like Oh uh, you see everything drop like he just got completely just shut, just like oh yeah, that's uh <clears throat> sometimes I forget that it's there, this gaping hole in my face. <laughs> Okay, well, thanks a lot. You just kind of like. <laughs> what perhaps- a charmer! <laughs> yeah,
2: I just had a question, real quick. Is this the same? Are, is Larkin also staying in this hotel, or just Mendoza? Yes,
0: is.
1: Yeah, oh, okay. that, that's what he, they said. It's like there were no rooms left. Um, otherwise, they would have
4: put you all up here.
1: Um,
6: so,
4: if um, if Villiers is kind of like just like, just imagine him on the side of that conversation, just like mm, mm, <laughs> going back and forth. There's this little little uh, uh riposte goes. It was through, like, as uh, Tillinghast walks away. It's like, what about, um, M- uh, Senor Mendoza's, uh, amigo, uh, uh, Senor Larkin? Don't bother
0: with her, Vaughn. She's a horrible person.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Larkin? Is he? Is he? Me, Mr. Larkin is here too, yes? Well, perhaps he'd care to join, uh,
4: Mr. Villiers and Mr. Tillinghast for, uh, uh, a bit of raising of the wrist. Hmm? If he could stand to look at me.
6: I uh, I I call.
1: It's okay, and she calls, and someone picks up.
6: Uh, hello, Mister Larkin. Uh, you have a me, Mister Larkin. Hey, Mister Larkin, you you have uh, four. Mister Larkin, you have four amigos here.
0: I just oh. us
1: Oh, two. I'm sorry, two. I thought for you. Uh, you have two of me. And she looks at you, and she's like,
6: uh, "He, he sounds a uh, sick. He, 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 moaning on uh, other end of phone. I not understand uh, what he say. Uh, maybe, maybe he's sick or, or tired." Oh, isn't that a shame? Um. Now I'm now. Of course, friends
4: of ours are staying in a room nearby, but he's in room... Oh, Mr. Larkin, uh,
6: room uh, 402.
4: Yes, of, of course. Tip of my tongue. Uh, perhaps um, someone should go up to give him his medicine.
6: Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my, uh, you sure you are friends, yes, amigos? Of course. Uh, well,
0: oh. we'll, well, we'll just uh, consider that. Uh, Muchas gracias, senora. You know, actually, now that I, I think sure. about it, Vaughn, I think uh, uh, De Mendoza oftentimes carries his medicine for him. If we could also have De Mendoza's room number, maybe we can get in there, grab it, bring it over to our other friend. She's like,
6: he's he's in room next door, 403, but, uh, you know, I... I've been doing this long time. Uh, no funny business, right? Oh, oh no, no, no. no. Uh, We're friends. Correct.
0: Persuader. I put her at ease.
2: As he does that, I just kind of hold up yeah. the um, the telegram that we got that has his name on it and our names on it.
1: she says she puts oh, yeah. on
6: these glasses. She's like, uh, "See, okay, okay. Well, no funny business. Or I, I, I call policia." No, never. No, this is my hotel. I own it all by myself after my husband died.
5: Mm.
2: I can or, assure you, madam, I've never been told that I was funny.
6: That poor man so,
0: leaves such a beauty behind. Very so just true. so we're now all
4: four of us are here... If, yeah, if, if, um, where'd you come from?
2: Yeah. Oh, I thought that we all four of us were coming in, but we were gonna split off. <laughs> I was so I thought that there was a yeah, four that's of us. I Sorry all about it. that. So all right, now
4: that
1: now that
2: we this just have
4: like
5: go <laughs> but you
1: could have easily given them that idea. We just like yeah, I just kind of yeah, popped yeah, yeah. my
2: head up from, right. yeah, the
4: desk. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just yeah. go for go for holes up. You guys um, should be on
0: top of each other in a, a trench coat with a
1: hat, on. <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah, yes. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, behind a palm uh, tree in the lobby. Yeah,
5: yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. no, Classic you could easily have monks. given yeah, them that is.
1: idea, and maybe Margot and Favreau are, are at
4: the bar area, but right. so you're you're nearby. You all see each other. All right, so maybe we mm. huddle. Like um, just like so, how do we play this? Sounds like Larkin, maybe um. Undergoing a bit of the business that uh, Sanchez just went through. <sighs> so Perhaps we someone I mean, goes up there, checks on the old boy, while someone else remains down here. Please look out. Mm-hmm.
3: Right. I've got a gun. I suppose I'll go upstairs. I do not have uh, my lamp anymore.
0: There's probably lamps up there. You know.
3: <laughs> you know nice what? You are right. I should go up
0: and You've proven your lamp. Acuity.
3: You're right. I'll
0: stay down here and uh, watch for uh, De Mendoza and uh, distract him if he comes, if he starts coming back. All
2: right. Vaughn, what about you?
0: Hmm. Well,
4: just in case there's any funny business upstairs, if it's more of the same, perhaps you'll want another set of
2: hands? Right. Or, you would probably be the one to talk our way out of the situation.
4: Well, I do not wish to deprive you ladies of good time. Um, very well. Be about your business, and if Mendoza comes, uh, Tillinghass and I will give him the runner around. No, I'm just going to talk to him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the two, the two gentlemen will wait downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> well... Margo Oh I thought
2: if if Larkin was upstairs and we were just like oh hi uh yeah we're here on uh business I thought that there would be a that Vaughn could help out with that but that's okay we could do this the the original plan oh, You
0: guys gotcha. you guys if he if he you know you guys can go up there saying you wanted to check on him and come up with some chicanery uh, that gonna... Yeah I'm like yeah. I'm, I'm happy to do either well, Yeah we're, are... we're bar
2: hopping and we want recommendations for bars
0: Oh, come well, on down. Have a drink. Oh, you you Yay. you smell like rot- rotting fish, and you have a slug in your throat. Oops. Mm,
4: okay. We'll come <laughs> I'll back. <take> it.
2: <laughs> we'll come back.
0: The three of us will go up if, if
4: uh, uh, Tillinghast stays down and is and waits for Mendoza. Oh yeah, yeah. I was just saying they could they
0: could have that conversation too. It doesn't, doesn't
4: matter. How do you do either? All right, you great. So you? one of you stays
1: as the lookout. Carter will stay as the lookout in case De Mendoza comes back, um, and the other three of you go upstairs. Um, are you? going to check out de Mendoza's room since you assume he's not here or are you going straight to Larkin's
2: can we do a listen at his door de Mendoza yeah Mm
1: -hmm. alright so you get up to the fourth floor there's no elevator so you're just walking up four flights of stairs uh, and you get up there and it's similarly decorated paintings some plants 401 402, you go past Larkin's room, and there is 403 to Mendoza's room. Um, give me a... Is there a listen roll? There is. is right? yeah.
2: mm-hmm.
1: It's like right. 90 skill checks. I always forget what they are.
2: I rolled a
3: 41 under 50.
1: Yeah. 41 under 50? Okay, what'd
4: you get?
3: 27, but over probably 20, yeah.
4: Okay. Oh. I'll spend some luck to... Wait, no. Never mind. I failed. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and you already got one success. So it was just like, did I make it a hard or an extreme?
1: Um, so you listen, Ferruz. It's silent. You don't hear shuffling. You don't hear any movement whatsoever.
5: It's
2: quiet as a mouse in there. If I slowly turn the doorknob just to feel if it's locked.
1: Feels locked.
5: Raspberries. <laughs> Rattlesnakes. What Locked are out of here. here. Um, Anyone
2: know how to jimmy a lock?
1: It <laughs> just sounds so natural coming out of you. Know <laughs> how to jimmy a lock? Uh, yeah, anybody have a any of the three of you have locksmithing? <laughs> no, you it's a garden. one
3: for me. One point.
5: No! Wow.
4: Oh man! Yeah. Whoops. We have uh, um, we screwed up the teams. Okay. <laughs> oh
3: man. <laughs> shall I
4: shall I run down and get uh, Tillinghast? <laughs> this might be more his uh, his line. If he can. Um. I. Why not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. You do
1: that, or if you wanted to break down the door, you could do a strength check. But obviously, you would leave the. Uh, depending on how successful you were, you would leave. It would be obvious that someone tried to break in. Yeah. But yeah, again, wanna... there was a murder. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you think this might be the suspect.
4: Um, I mean, so I what do you want to do? Break so in yeah, or go get Carter? I think I, I might just, like, turn to you and like, you know, lock picking's not really my line. But, uh, given the make of this dawn, I could run down and get Tillinghath, see if this is uh, his sort of business, or just kick the bloody thing in. What do you say?
3: Well,
2: uh, as as Nora looks at her strength roll, yeah, I could. I suppose I could... Kick, try to kick this door down might be uh, might cause it a bit of a ruckus
1: try it give it a strength it. check see if you can just boot it down
3: all
4: right um yeah here we go
3: here we go
1: Two
2: I will feet.
3: cheer from the side go kick it down I rolled a
2: 40 under 75 so that is not oh no it's not an extreme success just a regular right. success.
4: And I also rolled a regular ass success. Alright, so the
1: two of you time your kicks at the same nice. time uh, and you boom, bust it open. <laughs> see <laughs> that the wood is splintered a little bit near he the wall. You probably will notice that. <laughs> probably will notice that.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but luckily you don't see anyone inside. But it looks cool. You see a room that is almost antiseptically neat there are no personal effects toiletries any changes of clothing on display the bed is uh, neatly made and looks to have been completely unused
3: are we sure this is the correct room is there a is
4: there a room a door into the adjoining room? Uh, roll a luck check. That's mm-hmm. an interesting question. Uh, hmm, fourteen. Uh, I smashed it. Uh, yeah. That's a that's an ex, a hard success. You know, Ross. It just so happens there is. Um, perhaps uh Mendoza isn't staying in his room at all
2: Maybe not
4: And so I th- go up to that uh Up to the um uh, The divider door And give a listen there
1: You Go up to the divider door You put your ear up against it Give me a listen roll That's a
4: failure <gasps>
2: oh, yeah.
1: it's, thick. it's thicker than the other door You can't <laughs> quite hear We should just kick it down <laughs> He's <laughs> nope. it. it
2: down Don't Smash it. <laughs> I, mean, I think so, because we heard him.
3: Didn't we hear hear him from coming well, back from the outside? Do we assume that's the door that is leading to that room? Yeah, you know
5: Do you know
1: that that's the door leading into 402? Because you already walked by the door. Uh, and you know that someone picked up uh, when uh, the hotel proprietor
4: called up to his room. Shall Somewhere we? That sounded sick. Um, can I just do before we bust through, can I just spot hidden to see if there's anything in this room? Ooh,
3: smart. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
4: let's do it. Oh brutal. I um Ooh. I yeah, I I failed. <laughs>
3: Forty seven under fifty.
4: Ninety
1: <laughs> five. What was it? Um did you get there, uh Margot?
3: 47
1: under 50 47 under 50 So You're looking at that door leading into the side room And then Vaughn is like Wait while we're here we should at least Canvas the place And so you're looking around And Margot Finds something Underneath the mattress At first, it appears to almost be like a mask. It's six inches square, and it's made of gold. It looks like a a stylized face, maybe? It's largely made up of blocky geometrical shapes that are raised from the surface. But it's solid, and there's no eye holes.
3: Hmm. Um...
1: It's wild-looking.
3: Can I roll, like... What did I roll last time to understand, like, what those other gold items were? Uh,
5: archaeology.
3: Archaeology?
5: Yeah.
3: No, it must have been a praise. I thought but you I have rolled one in, I have one in archaeology.
1: No one knew you probably rolled
0: a one. Um... <laughs> That might yeah. have been the thing you used your ton of your luck on to get down to right. Yeah,
1: I think you rolled. That's Rob. I think you're absolutely right. I think you rolled like a thirteen and spent twelve luck to get it down to a one.
3: I'll try to. I'll try it again. Does anybody have
1: archaeology in the room? Because that uh, would be praise would have, tell you what it might be worth, but archaeology yeah. will tell you it's significance. Yeah. I
2: I do have some points in archaeology Anthropology.
1: All right, yeah, give me some arc rolls.
2: Ooh, okay, I rolled a 29 over 21, so I'm going to use some luck.
1: Yeah. Yes. There you go. Spend that luck. Yep. Okay, um, that is uh, enough to know that it is uh, similar in design to artifacts that were found uh, in an area known as Tiwanaku which was a pre-Columbian archaeological site in Western Bolivia. So maybe you remember seeing uh, stuff like this in your studies back at Miskatonic. Um, You turn it over and you see the back of this mask is completely unadorned, but it's polished to a a, a high enough sheen that it actually can be used as like a mirror. Hmm.
2: Now, does it look similar in the raised geometric shapes to everything else that we've seen? Or is this
1: different? Um, It is similar. It's hard to say if it's exactly the same. Um, But yeah, there seems to be a theme there.
5: Right.
2: Well, this seems to be from the area Mm -hmm. where we're headed.
3: Pre-Columbian.
4: Yes, the more I learn about this Mendoza of the less I trust him.
3: So strange.
1: The light from the... Coming in through the window is like bouncing off the mirror, and it's just like uh, every t- every m- where you move it, it's just shining this weird light all over the room as you guys are talking.
2: I tell you what, I don't want to do, Troy. I don't want to put this thing to my face. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Uh,
3: right now, it's it's
1: your life. <laughs>
3: but if somebody else wants to try it, <laughs> try it. oh, oh. Kate wants to try it. <laughs> should she make Margo do that? Look how, how
5: shiny the inside is all you? about.
3: We'll a just tease a little artwork. bit. Margo <laughs> picks it up and holds it and, like, looks into it, like the mirrored back of it, and, like, just looks at it. Does she feel fine?
1: All right, so Margo picks it up and just looks into the mirrored back of it for a couple seconds.
3: Yeah. Oh, God.
1: You guys see Margo. Look at it, and your hand starts shaking as you're staring into the mirror. Give me a power roll.
3: Oh, oh, okay, all right. Oh, God, oh, God. Okay.
4: Power,
1: power roll.
3: Four, under <gasps> 85. What? You're a machine. He
4: has too much power. My brother power. bought me
3: this dice for Christmas. Thank you so much. <laughs>
1: A four under... So an extreme success. Hey. <laughs> All right, so... As you're staring into the mirror, you guys just see Margot's hand shaking. But as you look in, you start to see scenes unfold, Margot. And the first thing you see is an ancient stepped pyramid on a plateau... Somewhere, and the pyramid just breaks apart and crumbles as greasy white tendrils, dripping with huge maggots, begin to reach up and out from the remains of the pyramid. And then they just cover the whole mirror. You almost feel like they're crawling on the surface of the mirror, but you're not scared. You're just like. It's almost like you're driving these visions. And then the maggots dissipate and go away. And then... You see them reform on the ground somewhere. Wriggling again. And then they turn into people. Dancing. Thousands and thousands of people. Men and women of every race. But they're not just dancing. They're... Like Having sex with each other And killing each other In this massive blood orgy And as it pans out You just see thousands of people Involved in this enormous Blood orgy Atop a huge mountain And you just You come out of it And you let the mirror go And it falls onto the bed
4: And it's just like Careful there, Margot. Don't, don't know how priceless that is. Oh, What's what,
3: what, what? see the ghost? What? Um, let put this put puts this back on, on under the match uh let's uh Lark, Larkin we need to see how he's doing. Um, let's put this back. Right. To right. Shall we? T-
4: to right. Give it the old no. one too. I suppose so. Do we, do, we, do we ever try the knob of this door? Does it just open? <laughs> you have not tried the knob. Let's try that knob.
5: Sure. Try, try that, that knob.
1: knob. Unlike the knob into Demondosan's room,
4: this one turns. Ooh! <laughs> right on the verge of kicking it down, he's like, "Hold on, wait, <laughs> hold on." <laughs> I, you know, let's just try it. the, the <laughs> refusal to just knock
5: because
0: you know that guy's in there.
4: <laughs> yeah. let's try this the conventional way. Uh, yeah, let's crack it and slowly give a little sneak peep even though we busted down the door of the neighboring room do you want to do a stealth or do you want to just kind of (laughs) just
1: live live dangerously
2: fling it open
1: fling we've already kicked the door open let's just say you open it you just open it and crack but without the actual more of a flavor stealth you look in there and in contrast to Mendoza's room Larkin's room is chaos it's very unpleasant there are suitcases spilling soiled clothing all over the floor there's personal effects covering almost every surface that you can see through the crack in the door and right when you open it you get a, a whiff of the smell in there and it just reeks of, of stale sweat and sickness as well as that rotten meat smell that you smell during dinner at Bar Cordano and you also see...
4: want some of Tillinghast perfume right about now. <laughs> I know you need
1: The My perfumes perfume burning. So burning.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Cut to Carter in the lobby, just smelling one of <laughs> them <laughs> sweetly. Yeah, and he's, ter- and he's talking to the woman. And he's like, and that's how in 1918, the Boston
5: <laughs> Red Sox <came> Okay.
4: <laughs> <laughs> a triumph that is sure to be repeated quite soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, a team like this, they'll win every year. Uh just
1: past all of this mayhem you see a figure like kicked back on a chair in the far corner of the room but with the crack in the door you can't really can't really make
4: out who it is and what's going on there I think maybe this is where um, I just want to create a sense of plausible deniability. Um like an old chap. Um, we've we've created so much noise I feel like that sneaking <laughs> is absurd at this point. It's like uh like an old chap. Uh, heard from the lady downstairs that you were in a bit of dire straits. Once uh weren't yourself on the on the telephone. Thought we'd come in and take a look at you. Thought you'd had an accident, old man. As I uh, come closer and maybe like draw the the shades so whatever like dying light of the day will reveal who is in this chair.
2: And you also hear a very small click Mm -hmm. from my gun (laughs) in the shadows.
1: (laughs) So you peep through the crack, see this, and then say, hello, Larkin, as you open the door and look in. And you see that it is, in fact, Larkin kicked back on this chair, but he's like in a semi-state of consciousness and there's two things that jump out at you immediately one, his sleeves are rolled up completely and you see that discoloration that you saw on his wrists Uh, those veins are discolored in black running all the way up his arm and in his current state, his shirt is more open so you get a better look at what looked like some sort of tattoo on his chest and you see that it looks like a large ragged spiral that's radiating out from his sternum and it ends like just above his diaphragm where it connects to a stylized misshapen humanoid figure with large outstretched hands that appear to end in claws and he opens his eyes and looks at you and we'll see you next week
5: uh. <laughs> oh. oh baby.
0: Storytelling 101, always end on the chest reveal. <laughs> Ooh, I'll be thinking about that all week.
1: <laughs> oh, great job, everybody. We'll see you next week for more
5: chaos! Woo! Chaos.
0: Thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network. For more podcasts and live streams, visit GlassCannonNetwork.com. And for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else, subscribe today at Patreon.com slash Glass Thank you.